Welcome everybody to Oh, I almost said Detective Ridiculous. That's not what we're Oh, at. no. Welcome, everybody, to the book club. Um, it's a book club. It's where we talk about 40K books, and you can either listen to them, or if you don't care, listen to the spoilers, or if you do care, go read it for yourself. And today, we are discussing Bloodlines, written by Chris Wright. Before we start, head on over to patreon.com slash ridiculous to check out all the wonderful benefits you get, Discord access, Awesome bloopers, if they happen, as well as digital posters, including our most recent one that Shy uses to torment me. Astral Lupine. Excellent, excellent, mm. excellent. Not the, mm. the poster, but everything else. Uh, also, don't forget, we have a Black Friday sale at Orchidate.com in the description. Buy two things in your cart. 20% off your whole order. Lasts until the end of the year. Woot. Okay. DK. Okay. Yes. Bloodlines. 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 I I am curious your opinion more than anyone. Oh boy. So I wasn't a huge fan of Bloodlines. Um I felt like the pacing was just at times it was unbearable. Like I I get it. You know, you you need to build the world, you need to introduce the characters, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just because, like, I have a, a pea brain or the attention span of a pet rock, but sometimes, the, like, the, the they would spend so long describing the area around them that I would just completely lose focus and be like, what are we doing again? I, we were in an office, and then he started rambling off about how the rail system looked outside the window and how this city still looks dystopian, and I don't know, man. I I, I now, found it. The, the pacing was kind of monotonous at times. No, no. That, that is a common reviewer uh, thing to try to call yourself stupid in order to lessen the blow of any backlash to your particular review. Just It's okay to say that you just didn't like the way that it presented itself. You don't, well, gotta, you don't gotta be like, oh, I had big pea brain and I had a stupid head. Eh, well, I mean, you know, both both <laughs> both are accurate though. You know? Hey, man, no one beats me for pea brain. The That's brain true. is small, but the forehead is big. <laughs> um, forehead big, inside small. I was interested to hear your opinion because uh, we also have Shy's uh, review slash opinion here. Uh, mm. Two. I, I'm. You, do you want to read Shy's, or should I read Shy's, and then I'll give mine? Uh, I don't know. What do you? What do you? What do you want? I'm just gonna start. All right, just do it. Shy uh, says, and I quote: "I like the book. Yes, it's a bit slow for the first nine or so chapters, but it's bi- because it's busy establishing the characters, which there are really only two: protagonist Probator, aka Detective Augusto Zidorov, and the horrible hive city of Varengenshua. Zidorov is a cool protagonist mainly due to his normalcy. He's kind of an asshole who isn't afraid to abuse his power. He is out of shape. He cheats on his wife. He fucks up at his job. Deep at heart, however, he is a real detective, wants to make a difference, and tries to do all the right things when he can. And so he's a classic slob with a heart of gold. Varen Genshua, she kind of does like a, a nice little like discussion of what the book is about, so I think it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Varen Genshua is described in detail and is a horrible dystopian nightmare torn by gang wars with trashy identical hablocks for the unwashed masses and giant palaces for rich aristocrats. However, hilariously compared to many other imperial worlds, it's almost decent. I think a lot of readers will compare this to Mega City 1 in Judge Dredd. 
Did you ever watch Judge Dredd? That's, that's fair. Yeah. Is that I, a, I, I, I haven't seen the, that. Uh, I saw the Stallone one, and I saw the the remake. Would you say this is an apt comparison to uh, Mega City One? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just a lot of very similar hab blocks, and there's uh there's one Judge Dredd who wants to go strictly by the rules, by the book, do the right thing, and yeah, that's mm. I'd say that's that's a fair comparison. All right. Although, if you want accurate Judge Dredd, don't watch the Stallone one. Because uh, uh, Judge Dredd is supposed like I, I guess his whole thing is or a a judge's whole thing is they're never supposed to take off their helmet, but back in the day they wanted to show off like oh we got Stallone so he's always taking off his helmet and half the movie he doesn't have his helmet on so. Oh, I like the helmet with like his his weird lip curl that Stallone always has where he's <laughs> he's like ugh. <laughs> Um, the story is textbook for a crime novel. Detective simply looking for a missing rich boy, but gets into more than he bargained for and stumbles ass first into a grander conspiracy. It's not mind-blowing, but I enjoy the development of the narrative. Big strengths slash weaknesses of the book is its tenuous connection to Warhammer. You can Amen. read this book yeah, knowing nothing about Warhammer and be completely fine because it's contained... Sci-fi detective story. This is good for newbies, but also if you're a hardcore Warhammer fan, you might be disappointed by the lack of Space Marine Xenos Guard and Giant Wars. Book does reference those things subtly, also reminding us that the most of the population never left the world, and many don't even believe that Xenos exist. Plot is also in a way connected to the deteriorating state of the Imperium and more difficult off-world travel due to the fall of Cadia. Overall, I quite enjoyed the book, but the slow pace of the first half before stuff starts going down, the lack of interesting characters aside from Zidorov, and the city itself do bring it down for me a bit, so I give it a light 7 out of 10. Oh, wow, that's pretty high praise from Shive to give it a 7 out of 10, actually. Well, she was the one who recommended this book. That's true, she did, didn't she? She demanded that we do Bloodlines. There was, um, she has a spoiler section that we'll talk about later, um... Mm. But uh, I I fucking loved this book. Oh, really? Loved it? I loved it. I okay. was in. I literally forgot about the book club until Sunday. <laughs> we were, we were filming, all right. So you were cutting it a little close on the eight hour book. We're filming this on Wednesday. So I had three days: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, to listen to it all, and I did about three hours each day, give or take. And I thought it, I was so engrossed. I was so engrossed. Now, I think I'm a little biased. Um, okay. Blade Runner 2049 is tied for my favorite movie of all time. Ah. Uh, and this is literally Blade Runner Warhammer. Yes. Yes, it is. It's Blade Hammer 40K. <laughs> like, it's... Blade Hammer 2049. 2040K. It's... It is literally Blade Runner. Uh, in terms of dystopian city detective and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. I think Probator, Probator uh, Zidorov is one of, if not my favorite main character in all the books we've read. Wow, in all of them? I'm sure uh, main character specifically. Oh, wow. I, I mean, maybe really? I guess Talos is pretty tied with him a little bit as well. But I was I'm, gonna say, how does he beat Talos? Like, a, no way. A little hard to beat Talos. Or yeah. Trazen. Um. Ooh, I forgot about Trazen. Right. Or or even um. Kai 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 of Kane, Hero of the Imperium. I liked him more than than Kane. I I, I oh. liked him. I liked him because I loved every time he's talking to someone. He's kind of a dick. Oh, he is absolutely a dick. 
he is but, he is like like Shai said, he's a, he's the classic uh, noir slob with a heart of gold. Wants to do the right thing. He doesn't care who he pisses off. He's just I'm gonna follow the lead till its end, even if it kills me. Type of yeah. I I love just like some parts though when he's like going to visit the priestess lady, and he <laughs> has to go up a bunch of stairs, and he's like he's just like for for um in, in all due respect, uh, priestess. Gets a fucking elevator. <laughs> true, true, yeah. I I uh, really really liked his uh his sergeant buddy. Um, Dra- oh, oh, was yeah, it Draj or no no no? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah oh oh Draj was a yeah yeah yeah. Not not, not the not the Irish one. Not the other not, right. not that guy. The yeah Draj the guy who doesn't like him. Yeah yeah yeah. The um, one that he uh uh he has him bring the uh the what is it a platoon or something to try and storm that one hab block and. Nothing's there, and everybody's pissed off at him, and calls him a useless failure. Yeah, like his life is not particularly wonderful. He's out of shape. His his wife, his relationship with his wife is tenuous. Mm. Um, his daughter is off to a okay. So so this book starts off with a uh, genuinely uh, harrowing opening. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> mm. the person that's on topaz and sort of being led around very creepily and yeah that that was actually a bit hard to listen to yeah, uh that was rough I, that was really rough mainly because it was a little too real mm-hmm. you know you're so so topaz topaz in this universe is a psychedelic drug um i think it's i think it probably closely relates to like ecstasy yeah um, i was thinking ecstasy or lsd or something they never really quite explain it in the book do they you just know that it's some sort of nasty drug that all the kids are using yeah, and I, I guess that would probably be some mixture of that, but they were also drinking heavily. Yeah. And um and they were trying to get away from I guess some some military guys trying to try to schmooze up on her. And mm-hmm. she got led down an alley by a gal to to get away from them and then keeps on getting led down alleys and it's like yeah. I want some water. It's like, oh, we'll go get some water. Yeah, and that's then, what we're doing. We're gonna go get some water. Trust me, trust me, trust me. More and more and more and more, and then yeah, it's ooh, it's it's yeah. really gross and hair and yeah. creepy. Yep. But she um, ends up in the chair. The chair. She ends up in in the no no chair. Yeah, the no no chair. So yeah. so our basic plot is probator probator. Okay, so shy typed this out. And it's really nice to see the typed out versions of these names instead of the audiobook version. Oh yes, it's so much better. I uh, that was one of my big. Okay, that's actually one of my biggest complaints of it is I think the audiobook editing was poor. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Did you did you ever like when the the I mean the the actual reader was fine. He was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but did you ever notice that sometimes he would have full takes and you would hear him swallowing? Yeah, I've noticed that on like the last couple of books. I could I could hear like the swallowing or like the yeah. It was a little bizarre because normally they cut that out, and like that means that every time he wasn't doing the swallowing, it probably was when he didn't have to have multiple takes in that one go. Yeah, and. I noticed that a few times, or like sometimes there'd be abrupt cuts between dialogue, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is not edited particularly well." That's weird. And a, it, it, yeah, yeah, a lot of the fucking names are really big and long. Yep. And Wood it was Miltarashova. Oh my Varen- god. Gantua. Um, 
Yeah, there there are a lot of really long names that are just a little 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 tough to remember, but yeah. It's a little hard because without actually seeing the words, I end up forgetting names really fast until they're brought up again. Like I already forget mm-hmm. his daughter's name. Oh, oh, uh, Naxia. Thank you. Yeah, Naxia. Like it, once you say it, I know it, but yeah. without you saying it, I don't remember. Yep. Um, the Tereshova was the one that I remembered the most, and then like his superior, which I also don't remember her name, is something with a B. Oh, wasn't it um, Vongela or something? Vongela. Vongela. That, there, there it is, yeah. It's just really hard to remember with audiobooks unless, at least with these ones, because these are long, different yeah. names. Long, different names that sound strange. Yeah. Um, but the, the overall plot is that uh, Zidorov is constantly eating horrible he's eating coffee and carb bars which we assume to be like <laughs> protein snacks with sugar probably do they is there any other food in this city other than carb bars like every other chapter is like i'm grabbing a carb bar and a cup of coffee and that's that's all he eats is carb bars i'm assuming that's and, why and he's alcohol. he's he's uh, overweight it could be yeah all he eats is sugary carb bars sure, sure. that someone had like a pita his his buddy the source of the b that oh oh brecht yeah brecht had like some kind of like pita wrap or something like that you like oh, with, like ketchup yeah. in it, like a hot dog ketchup thing yeah and he offered it to him and he's like any he, and he turned it down or something didn't he yeah yeah exactly um but the overall brecht. story is that the uh udmil tereshova the one of the largest family names in aristocracy on the plant on the entire pl- uh, city or planet or whatever yeah. um has their son Oh, shit. What's his son's name? Adier. Adier. You're so much better at remembering this than I am. I am shocked because, yeah, I I had a rough time getting through this book. Uh, It took me the whole month. Damn. I am shocked then. Uh, Adier Tereshova has gone missing. And um, it's bizarre because the Tereshova family has ungodly money. And therefore, ungodly ability to hire mercenaries, among other kinds of private forces. Which means, why in the goddamn hell are they going to the cops? Yep. Why would they go to the cops when they could just hire mercenaries to do it themselves? Yep. And it begins to spiral down a concept of conspiracies and Mm -hmm. questions and confusions and the police being in bed with some gangsters and, and... the tenuous relationship between gangs and other gangs and so yep. on and so forth in this absolute shithole of a city, which as far as hive cities go is pretty good. Wow. That this is a good hive city. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about this versus like Nostromo or, Oh, sure. Or what, compared to like Nostromo. Yeah. That it, it's, Livable, yeah. Or like what life on Cadia must have been like, or like Catachin, or Krieg, or a Forge World. True, I guess some of those planets that have like the uh, radioactive surfaces that you can't even inhabit and you have to live in underground bunkers and stuff, it sure beats that. Or like, or even just like, like hey, what about Dark Tide's Tertium? Yeah, Tertium kind of sucks too, doesn't it? A little bit. Anywho, it's covered with Nurgle. Yeah. Anywho, um, a pretty all right hive city, but it goes down and down and gets to creepier things. And and the main 
The main intrigue here is the idea of cell draining. Yucks, yeah. Cell. Nobody likes cell draining. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we should get rid of cell draining. And he's like, yeah, everybody keeps telling me that, but uh, somehow it's still here. You know. It's an interesting thing because, like, obviously these are the lower dregs of humanity overall. Um, they're completely isolated from the outside world. All they know is that shipping is getting really, really hard because mm-hmm. of problems in the warp, which is actually <laughs> because Cadia died and the rift in the te- and the rift in the galaxy has spread. Yep, the cicatrix maledictum. And they're just like, shit, man, where are all the imports? Yeah, it's getting really expensive to get stuff off world now. I wonder why that is. They have no clue. They they don't no even idea. know if Xenos exists. Yep, They've, that's true. They've probably never seen a Xenos. They have no idea. No, it's just a classic civ- civilian life. Um, yeah. But in the worlds of 40K, people often ask, like, how come people can live so long? Because these events in 40K last hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, well, rejuvenate treatment is a thing where you can revive your body through a very painful and invasive, but uh, extremely effective surgery to keep you alive for a long period of time, keep you young and looking healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, often it is created with a synthesized synthetic rejuvenant serum. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the, Sometimes. The, the warp rift has made those imports very, very, very rare and expensive. And if there's something that's uh, expensive to do legally, there's a way to do it cheap, immorally. Yep, illegally and immorally. So you want to tell them how they sell drain, DK? Oh, boy. Um, What is it? They they kidnap the youth, uh, and they stick them on these chairs, and they put a bunch of, like, uh, needles and stuff in their arms, and they basically suck the youth out of them. They 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 um, basically. I think they have a tube in their mouth too to feed oh, yeah, them they have nutrients. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they, they have a nutrient feeding tube to keep them as lo- alive as long as they long can. As possible. Yep. So they can suck all of the blood, literally drain them of blood, and then yep. filter out the blood and plasma and stuff and sell it to the higher up um, aristocrats. Yep. Cell draining, oh boy. Literally killing the youth to make the elderly last longer. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, of some... There, there's, there are definitely some social commentaries going on there, but... Yeah, a little bit, you know. But, uh, like, there was a definitely... Uh, one of the things that stuck out the most to me is the idea of... He was talking to, like, that other rich probator, or that, that police guy. And he was uh, like, yeah. the rich people here that live up here don't look at the poor with disgust. They don't know they exist. Oh, yeah. They they walk by them as if they're just not even an entity. Yeah. Well, a little social commentary. Just a little bit, a little bit. I mean, in any dystopian world, that's kind of the... (laughs) Yeah. A high and low class is, like, part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so that's what happened to our poor character in the beginning of the book. Yeah. Um, and so what it is is just this horrible warehouse filled with couches with people being kept alive, being drained of their blood in a very, very slow and painful process. Yeah. Okay, so for a long time, did you ever wonder if that was going to, if his daughter was the character in the beginning? 
You know, for a long time, uh, yeah, I was actually, once Naxia went missing and they couldn't find her, I was like, okay, the cell drainers got her. And the, all, all of their worst fears about, oh, you know, this, this city is filled with awful people and disgusting. I was like, oh, man, Naxia got got. And at the last minute, at the last minute, Zidorov's going to find uh, the cell drainers like Lair, and he's going to see Naxia hooked up to one. He's going to rip all the cords out and be like, baby, I saved you. And uh, that, that didn't quite happen. That's not... Uh, didn't. No, it wouldn't be a new R if there wasn't twists and turns, yeah? Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean... Zidorov got more than he bargained for, but uh, not at the cost of his daughter. The main... I mean, the main... Uh, the girl in the beginning said her name, and her name was not Naxia, but I had kind of assumed that maybe she was lying oh, just yeah, in yeah. case or something, and so I, I always had this little part in the back of my head... Because within the first couple of chapters, they ask him, like, do you have any kids? And he says, a daughter. And instantly I went, wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> red flag, red flag. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. But it was a, it was a bit of just a, a clever red herring. Um, we can't... This is a noir novel. This will require many a spoilers. Mm. I fucking love this book. I would give it, like, an A and a half or a nine. I think it's incredible. I, but I also think... You know me, often in our streams that we do on Adric and just here and there, people ask us, "Who would? what would you do for a Warhammer movie? And I'm always ah. the one who's like, shut up, shut up, you shut up. Uh, stop talking about a Horus Heresy in Space Marines. Take a normal concept and just slap 40K paint on it and just do it that way. And this is literally what this is. So it yeah. might be part of the reason why I absolutely love it. And I think Blade Runner 2049 is the greatest thing ever made. So I love it. And I think Zidorov is one of the best main characters I've read about in a while. But uh, that is me. I know that you and Shy are in two different minds about it. Yeah. If I had to give it a rating, I'd probably have it sitting around a five. Probably around a five. Because, like, also, like, it... Perfectly average. Know, when when I go into a Warhammer book, right, I I am expecting like, like there's certain expectations when I go into a Warhammer book, right? You're you're kind of expecting like the Space Marines, the Xenos, the military, the craziness, the the the, the massive scale, and I I I I felt like the Warhammer coat of paint on this was maybe a little too thin. Right? Uh, I mean, it is nice to see what your average Joe citizens are dealing with in uh, in, in 40K. Because not everything is this gigantic, uh, all-impressive war. But it's just like, that's what I want from 40K. Like, I want crazy space battles and space marines. And, like, this, like we said, this feels like it could be set in just about any universe, like, aside from a couple of little things they mention about the Emperor and space travel and the Guard, it's like, you wouldn't really know that this was a Warhammer book. So. Interesting. Yeah. So I, 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 I wanted interesting. that. Interesting. So I loved it a lot because it wasn't that. You wanted it to be more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted more of that. I wanted the craziness mm. of 40K. And, and Shy is somewhere in between because Shy gave yeah. it about a seven. Actually, we're almost perfectly aligned. I give it like a nine, Shy a seven, you a five, two, two, two. 
Um, yeah, look at that. We're we're all over the scale. We've got the whole thing covered. I, I think I think I really like when the the underlings and the dredges of 40k, the regular people, kind of blossom up to be seen. I think it adds a ton to the overall idea of 40k. Mm-hmm. And so I I I was so engrossed by this book, dude. I was so just so interested. Every twist and turn and curiosity had me hooked. And I think I maybe liked it because there were no space marines. The only space That's marine there was fine. that were ever mentioned was when they took some um ganger guy and, and started interrogating him and he's like, What's your name? And he's like, Rogel Dorn, fucker. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, I forgot about him calling himself Rogel Dorn, yeah. I I really I thought Zitterov might be just one of my favorite characters. I fucking loved him, dude. Every time he was such a he was such a sarcastic asshole. He's like, I never apologized for the botched raid last time. And I'm not going to. I had my ideas, so let's just keep driving, yeah? <laughs> like, yeah fucking he's like, dude. I mean, I was technically right, so fuck it. I'm not going to apologize. But it's like, he's he's not an asshole because he wants to be. He's, I mean, no, he is an asshole because he wants to be. He, he said that with a joking manner, not because he genuinely, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he thinks He did genuinely, that. yeah, yeah. He's just um, kind of ribbing him, yeah. But uh, in that case, I guess this is, I, I'm going to make this the spoiler point. Okay. Um, I love it. DK, it is not hot on it. Shy is in between. Um, up to you, viewers, to to give it a shot of yourself. I guess it depends on how much 40k you want in your novel, or if you just really like uh, noir detective stories. Because if you're just looking for a noir detective story, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, with just uh, with just a coat of 40k paint on it. Yeah, yeah, thin coat of uh, 40k paint. You don't really need an understanding of 40k, like Shy said. So if you're just looking for a solid noir detective story, this will probably do it. Apparently, I'm not a big fan of noir, so it is what it is. Hey, I I I love my noir, so it completely makes a lot of sense. I, I'm yeah. this this is this is nice. I actually kind of like that we have differing opinions on this because normally we're generally in pretty good agreement. Yeah, normally, so, yeah, normally, yeah. So I'm pretty all right with that. Um, yeah. Anywho, spoiler territory. Mm. Um, the okay, so there's a lot of back and forth figuring out stuff. You know, <laughs> if you, you can say anything, this guy's a fucking detective. He does detective oh, work. He, he he does detective work at the cost, uh, seemingly of well, I guess it doesn't completely cost him his marriage, but it it it, it puts a big strain on his marriage with uh, Malaysia. And Malaysia, uh, you know, I can say he was not fucking other women. That's true. He wasn't. That, yeah, that's uh, a bit of a she, twist. Yeah, Malaysia thought he was. He's like, I'm not stupid. Out late at night. You weren't even on duty. I checked. And so, yeah, she she thinks it is. But he's, uh, he's, he's off in some weird cult religion thing. Like the... Serpent Emperor or something? Yeah, so that may what have been one of the that? so that may have been one of the only things I was not huge about. Um I believe so Shy has this inner thing as well. I'm one hundred percent positive they have a gene stealer cult problem. 
You know, when they said, like, the serpent thing and the way they were talking about, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. We're just seeing the emperor uh, as he was in his serpent form. I was like, is this... I mean, that kind of sounds like a gene stealer thing. Like, that could be a gene stealer. But the gene stealers usually call him, like, the many-handed emperor or something. But So I wasn't quite sure. I was like, it kind of sounds like it, but I don't know. So, So there's a couple things to note. First things first, um, Zidorov has an enormous scar on his stomach that is sometimes called to, but not often. And oh, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when probed about where that came from, he says he doesn't remember. Which yeah, he is, doesn't remember where it came from. Which, if you remember, is identical to what happens if a gene stealer gets you with the gene stealer kiss and impregnates you, and then it bursts out of your stomach. Hence the gigantic scar. And if you remember, due to the psychic nature of the Gene Stealer, you always forget what happens. Um, So he could have gotten the Gene Stealer kiss and just... The the Gene Stealers also don't always refer to the Emperor as the Many-Armed Emperor. They always just have a different kind of deity. Um, Zidorov also hates the Church, and he hates authority, and he hates the rich and powerful. Very... There was also his buddy who was like, basically they found a gene stealer by the docks and there's a bunch of bullshit and all that stuff. And if oh, you that's right, they did say that, didn't they? I forgot all about that. And if you also remember, um, he talks about sometimes when he's down to the dredges of the city, there were people with uh, crimson-hued skin. Right, right. As in kind of pinkish. Uh, okay, uh, so, maybe turning purplish soon. There was okay. also a, uh, they talked at the end that when his daughter was eventually found, there was a terrifying man there. It looked like an Ordo, one of mm. most likely Ordo Xenos, there to deal with the problem. Ah, uh, okay. So hinting, hinting that there's a gene stealer problem here. Okay, okay. The, the, so, um, yeah, pretty positive gene stealer cults got a thing going on. Um. But besides that, uh, there isn't a whole lot of other calls to chaos or anything. I think his cult is a gene stealer worshiping cult. Yeah, it um, seems that way. But um, besides that, it's really just the Sycadrix Maledictum, which I think is a great idea. Like, this entire story happened because the imports of rejuvenation therapy got extremely expensive and rare due to the fall of Cadia. Yeah. Really that neat idea. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it is nice to see how the fall of Cadia is kind of uh, affecting normal planets that uh, don't have anything to do with the war, have never seen chaos. So it is nice to see that sort of like, this is how uh, the, the warp tear is fucking around with the normal everyday lives of uh, normies in 40k. Mm-hmm. Um, it is rather, rather interesting. Uh, it also that is, makes a point that, um, you know, his daughter would most likely be infected as well. Um, oh yeah, his daughter would be. But if that's the case, then there, it might, I don't know. He doesn't seem to want to go, as Shy mentions on that his libido and stuff is insane. He doesn't try to go around and bang everyone. Um, <laughs> which true. is normally what happens when you get Gene Steer kissed. So I don't know. A little, a little here and there and everywhere, but not the point. Um, so the ma- the big twist, the big explanation at the end that they find out is that the person who originally hired him, um, Udmil, Udmil Tereshova, 
Mm-hmm. The mother. The mother of the kids. The air quotes, yes. Uh, is not actually the biological mother of the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened is that something in her life happened that had her go into insane fucking debt. And she married this other asshole Tereshova guy. Uh, Mordak, became I think, right? Mor- yeah, Mordak. Um, and in order to settle and fix up the debt and combine their family's power. Mm-hmm. And the, she took Mordak's name without a fight. She was just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, give me your name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because to settle and fix all of her debt and her ruined life. Yep. Um, the thing is that uh, good old, the whole point, the reason she didn't hire the enforcers is that at the end of the day, we found out. Well, what did we find out, DK? Well, we found out that she was actually quite literally uh, in bed with the Jash Corporation head, I forget what their name was. No, was she did. No, she did not like the Jash Corporation. No, but she was trying to join them, right? I thought like she was trying to join their their uh, their powers and oh and, yes. Uh, yes, yes, and, yes, yes, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, the reason she hired um, the police is so that she could like falsely lead them into taking out the what was it the Vidar. Or their competition, one of the ganger competitions in the area, and then they would be the new uh, ruling faction gang, and they'd get all the money, and they'd deal in all the stuff. And um, uh, I guess the big twist is uh, she wanted to completely get rid of cell draining uh, because her biological daughter was killed. Uh, by cell drainers. And so and she wanted to uh, make sure that cell draining was just completely kaputsk. Right. Her biological daughter was the character in the beginning of the book, I yes. Am. Yes. That was actually her. And so mm-hmm. that's what sent her life into ruin was her daughter killed by cell drainers. Yep. And that's why she married in the family and everything to fix it. Um, bit of a, a combination here about overbearing parents. Zidorov's kid <laughs> wants to go out to the Imperial Guard, and he's like, "Oh my God, please no, don't!" No, no, the the yeah, Zidorov and Malaysia are like, "No, no, no, you could you could stay here, be be a probator like your dad, be an enforcer, be anything other than the guard." Good Lord, have you heard the stories about what happens in the guard? Please don't. Uh, and so, a little bit of like, uh, the more you try to keep them here, the more they push away, kind of thing. Yep. Um, but. Uh, the the big twist kind of combination is that the her husband as well as so her her husband and son um but also the the Jash corporation or whatever mm-hmm. actually continued the cell draining process behind her, her back behind her back she her son uh started doing cell draining again and so her son was never missing she fucking killed him Yup, she, she was like, oh, you really think he's still alive? Yeah, she, she absolutely murdered the shit out of him yep. and, and, used, and used the police as a way to help get rid of it. Problem yep. is that it was all still happening behind her back, and that is the big ending confrontation is yep. uh, Zitarov telling her this and her being like, oh... Yeah, big O, I see. 
and, uh, and then and then she shoots him twice uh but in not fatal areas yes very not fatal areas so we just he wakes up in the hospital and he gets the news uh that uh, oh hey guess what the uh, leader of the jash corporation is dead he's fucking dead and uh what's her face uh, udmil tarashova has taken over and uh, she has put an end to the cell draining after uh, giving him a little slug that uh, is like, oh, thanks, you were right, but if I ever see you again, I'll fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. And, and I, uh, I'm very good at my aim, uh, contrary to what you think. <laughs> Trust me, when I want to, I hit my target. I liked, I liked that combination where it's like, um, it's like, well, we seem to be in a bit of an impasse here. It's like, I am wearing flak armor or something. And she's like, and I have a force field. He's like, well, shit. I guess that makes you, uh, I guess that puts you ahead, doesn't it? Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Yep. Um, I actually think the ending was one of the more satisfying things to me. The idea that it all came back around to her daughter being the one who got cell drained. I, mm-hmm. I love the fact that she just fucking killed her her non-biological kid. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, was that kind was of a so, fuck up, to be fair. He was, but I thought that was so metal. She's like, yeah, he may not, yeah he's not my biological son. But but she he's now doing the things that kill my actual biological daughter. I'm gonna kill him, cut off his finger, and send it to his dad. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. She did say that. Oh, I thought sending proof that he was still alive would be a good way to you know. That's yeah, what what a savage. What a savage. It is. It is. I actually think she's kind of a baller. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, I, I was surprised. I, I had a feeling it would come back to her because they often introduce the villain in the first couple acts and they bring it back. Yeah, um, classic noir. The criminal was the one who hired the detective in the end, and that's like the big twist. So yeah, not incredibly like uh, Shakespeare yeah, it wasn't a anything. Groundbreaking uh, story, but it was you know, I, I it, it all came together in the end. I liked the, the 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 combination there. I liked being unsure about the daughter and and you know where the first part would would finally kind of play into the whole thing. Yeah. Um. I I liked uh I like I liked the sergeant a lot, Draj or whatever. He's just this <laughs> kind of an asshole, always stinking of alcohol. But you know he's got a good he's got a yeah. good heart in in his. They they yeah. all they're all problematic people, but they're all like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna sit here while people are getting drained of their blood. And Draj truly believes in the Emperor. Truly. He believes that when he's done, he will bask in the Lord of the Throne next to the Emperor. And and, and good old Zidorov will burn. Yeah. If if Zidorov is worshipping with the Gene Stealers, he is well and truly fucked. Yep. That is uh, 100% fair. I still find myself a little disappointed that Naxia wasn't a bigger like something more didn't happen with her because it seemed like they were trying to set something up you know other than just like oh she went missing and it's like and then breck was like oh yeah i found her hooray and it's like oh yeah yeah that's the issue with the red herring plot line is that it's really fascinating when you're listening to it but then on rewatch or re-listen or of conclusion it becomes a little bit disappointing 
Yeah, because, like, the parents were so worried about Naxia. Where's Naxia? We talked to all our friends. None of them know where she is. What could have happened? Oh, my God, we shouldn't have yelled at her. Oh, no, where's Naxia? And Brick's just like, oh, yeah, she was just uh, hanging out with some friends you didn't know about. And it was a little seedy, but, eh. It was like, oh. Yeah, it, it, that, that was one of those, just, just one of those classic red herring things where I'm like, eh, not my yeah. favorite. And then she shows back up, and despite being in a fight, she's just, Daddy, I love you! Oh my god, you've been shot! Dad, I love you! And it's like, oh no, there's not even any more family drama. Well, there was a little bit. She was like, yeah, I'm still going to the guard. That's true, and he's like, oh, I guess we'll talk about it. It's just, I've been shot, get out of here. Yeah, it's like, ow. Ow. Uh- yeah, the, the fact that he wasn't cheating on his wife and instead was in a little secret gene stealer uh, worshipping thing was, I don't know, I, I'm a little bit iffy about that. I wasn't huge on that whole plot line, just because it felt like, it, ironically, it felt like they were trying to f- like meet a 40k quota. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need more 40k in there. Throw, throw in a, a chaos cult or something, I don't know. Throw in a gene stealer cult. It almost feels like they wanted this book to be longer. Like, you know, it, it'll, uh, maybe. Because, like, like, nothing happens with Naxia. Nothing happens with his scar, the Gene Stealer kiss, uh, or the cult. Um, the ending, I don't know. The, 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 the whole car chase thing seemed a little on the anticlimactic side. Like, the reveal was nice, but it all just seemed like it just very quickly, boop, happened. Uh, I don't know if they're, like, setting up a series of books for this. But it just seems like they didn't get to a lot of the, like, topics that they left out in the air. It just, it seemed like there's a lot of unanswered questions still. Hmm. I guess that's a, that's a fair statement. I did think that the actual ending ending felt a little bit flat. Um, yeah. I thought the car chase was fine. I think the issue is that it's an audiobook form. I think the car chase would be a lot more interesting if it was... Yeah, uh, if it was like a movie or a miniseries or something, and you could see all of the stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a little bit stronger. I think this would yeah. make a great five-part miniseries. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that would be the best way to, to, to adapt it. In fact, if you had the proper budget, it would be the best way to do so. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that the ending did feel... Uh, I was surprised the ending was so happy. Yeah, it was. It was surprisingly happy with just, uh, you know, him and his wife going to bed. Oh, I love you. I love you, too. Go to sleep. I wonder if that was maybe the, the idea, is that it was going ahead and uh, and stating, like, there's genes to their stuff. Like, the wider Imperium got problems. Like, there is a story after this, but this the story after this is not what's important for us. Yeah. Maybe. It's, uh, I do wonder if they plan on having... Uh... More of uh, more Zitteroff books. Uh, Bloodlines, Chris Wright, originally published August eighteenth, twenty twenty two. It just came out. It's not too bad. I have also heard that there is another crime anthology book that he made called No Good Men that is also okay. very, very, very good. Okay. Um, that was made in September twenty twenty two. It would seem. Um, I believe Chris Wright also did a yeah, that's right. He did the the book on the con. Ooh, uh, he he did the Jagatai Khan Warhawk book, and then he did uh, Warhawk the book itself coming out in twenty twenty one. Apparently, he writes the con like a goddamn king. Apparently, yeah. apparently, like, go. he, he's just like amazing. I'll give this book a 5.5 then, just because... Uh, White Scars? Praise of the Con, yeah. 
The um, I yeah, I, I don't know. Like I was absolutely massively engrossed. But the problem that comes with most noir books or films is that their rewatchability is a little bit iffy because you know the massive twists, turns, and discoveries. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it does better than most, but it still does suffer from that issue a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I know. Mean, well, well, well written. It's just I think noir maybe just isn't my thing. I I like Zitterov so much that every time he was there on screen, I was just like, yes, I'm or, or, the man. They, it's him. He's doing things. And luckily, this entire book is about him doing things. Yep. So I am I was more than OK with it. Well, there you go. There it is. Our, our opinions on bloodlines. There it is. I uh there yep. It is. About a about a nine, eight and a half, nine, seven and five. Yeah, we are all over the scale. It's a good part. It's a good thing to note. Yeah. Uh in that case, I guess it's time to pick our next book. Ooh. Do you have something in mind? No. Oh. So I cool. I actually I I honest to God I don't know I I don't know I had I was thinking about this for oh wait now I remember now I remember now I remember um Belisarius Call the Great Work oh are we gonna be reading about Belisarius Call Belisarius Call the Great Work uh, yo let's go uh, it is done by by excellent excellent guy Haley. Um, Belisarius Call the Great Work is a, is a book that people have been telling us to read for a long ass time, and it is indeed a um, Admech book which we do not uh, read much of. So, mm. bada bing! Hell yeah! I wanted 40k. We're getting 40k. Let's go! So good old uh, good old Belisarius Call the Great Work. There it the is. That's works. the next one. And yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Bloodlines. If you didn't, well, that's okay. We all have our opinions. Yeah. And, different uh, strokes for different folks. And I'm stroking.